Listen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to One Faith. I'm your host, T, and today we have um, a special guest, not in the building, (laughs) but um, we are going to listen to a conversation that I had with um, Brandy Banks, and she is the founder of the Forgiveness Movement, and uh, she has a website as well called Purpose by God, where she actually, it's like a blog site, but she uses that platform to help individuals find their true purpose and calling um, in God in life. And the forgiveness movement is a subset of Purpose by God, but it helps people to learn more about forgiveness, to walk into their forgiveness. Um, And this conversation today is so dope. Uh, We had a great conversation a couple weeks back and you could really feel her heart for this thing in this conversation and uh, and you'll learn more and more about her. She is a part of the One Faith fam. Uh, if you follow us on any of our social media sites, she's the one that's always commenting and sharing our stuff and she has a lot of love uh, for what we're doing. We love what she's doing as well and we are fully in lockstep with supporting each other. Uh, it's a part, that's a part of what the One Faith fam is, you know. So anybody who has a small business or anyone who has um, anything that they're passionate about, you know, this is about me coming alongside you, helping you out, um, getting your getting the word about out about what you're doing, what you're passionate about. I will rock your merchandise, the forgiven T-shirt that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> that is a part of the forgiveness movement. Uh, so if you're interested and want to purchase this t-shirt, you know, go check out her website, Purpose by God, or you can go to our website, wearewonefaith.com, um, and it'll link you directly to her site to purchase the shirt. And this is what it's all about. You know, I'm not doing this for any money to get anything out of it. You know, it's all about helping each other out. You know, I have this platform to spread the gospel and to help people. Um, and I believe that you have your platform, whether it's small business, uh, if you're a minister or whatever, to do the same thing. And I want to be able to come um, alongside you, help you spread your message, um, let the people know a little bit more about you <laughs> as they learn about me and the things that we're passionate about. That's what it's all about. So today you'll be blessed by the conversation between me and Brandy Banks. Um, and you'll actually hear <laughs> some of her husband in that too because we just had a good time and it was it was like a family reunion we just met <laughs> literally that day but you know we had such a great conversation about um, a lot of things that's going on in the church um, a lot of current events and a lot of things that is near and dear to our hearts so you're going to get to you're going to get this opportunity to, to learn more about her uh, she is a quiet person <laughs> i've learned that she is very uh, reserved and you Today you get to see her a little bit out of her element, coming out of her shell to talk about these things, to talk about some of the stuff that is near and dear to her heart. So 
without further ado because I can keep going on and on you guys know I'm a rambler <laughs> but I really want you guys to um, pay attention to this conversation enjoy it love it like it share it follow one faith on all social media platforms go to weareonefaith.com to find us on all of our social media platforms instagram facebook youtube whatever diddly do <laughs> but yeah definitely check us out become a part of the one faith fam um email us at it's one faith at weareonefaith.com if you are interested in being a part you know we're always looking for people um, to help us out on this journey and like i said I just want to help you out. You know, I want to get the word out about what you're doing. I want people to know about what you're doing. I want people to love on you, you know, the way they love on me. <laughs> so without further ado, let's jump right into the conversation.
while you were praising, you would shout a little louder. If you only knew that when you praise, God goes to work. The forgiveness movement. It's crazy because the forgiveness movement came about because Lent was approaching. Mm-hmm. And as you know, Christians are always trying to figure out what am I going to give up for Lent? Right. <laughs> so it's crazy because, um, like, I normally give up TV or social media or something, but I just felt like God was placing on my heart forgiveness. And I was like, I'm mm. thinking to myself, forgiveness? Like, what? What do you mean forgiveness? So he kind of revealed to me that I needed to forgive some people in my past, mm. some of my exes, mm. some people, family, friends that I'm no longer associated with. Um, so from that, he actually started putting the people in my path. Mm. <laughs> like they started hitting me up. Oh, like wow. Apologizing, which that's another part of forgiveness because you're not always gonna get an apology. You gotta learn God how. To, knows. <laughs> you gotta learn how to forgive, um, despite getting an apology. So I think that's one of the one of the hardest things about forgiveness is because you know that you're not gonna get an apology for what someone did wrong to you, exactly. but you still gotta you still charge to forgive them. You still charge to to love them in spite of it. That's very hard. Yep. And Jesus, they are. You got born it. of Satan, but easier said than done. <laughs> right. Because like when somebody hurts you so bad, where you feel like you can't trust them any longer, and they hurt you multiple times, it's just like, yeah. God, how do you expect me to forgive this person? But you got to remember, God's forgiving us every day. Every single 10, day. 20, 30 times a day. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you, the forgiveness movement is about praying for the people that have come against you or that you feel that have come against you because sometimes people have hurt us and they don't even realize it. Right. So it's about praying about it, asking God to soften soften your heart and moving forward. That's dope. Yeah, because... It's hard. It's hard out here. It's hard out here. Especially, I think for me, because I... That's one of the things I had to contend with with my situation because like when things happen to me or when, when a situation happened to me and the biggest thing for me was to forgive the individual but for me it was like I did nothing wrong in this situation right. but I was called and asked why did I do this and I'm like right. I didn't even do it at all <laughs> and then not only do I don't get an apology <laughs> It's just like, oh, okay, and that's it. Like, so it's like you have to, you have to learn how to navigate through that, right. and that's one thing I'm learning about this whole faith walk thing because it's like you have to navigate through different personalities mm-hmm. and, and forgive oh, them yeah. and love yes. them mm-hmm. in spite of who they are because everybody's not perfect. Everybody is just, no matter how great you revere these people or how great that you love them. Everybody is still flesh, just like you. They put on their pants, just the same way as we do. And we can respect them at a high level and everything like that, but they still going to be who they are at the end of the day. Right. And forgiveness isn't so much so as saying, oh, I'm going to be 
cool with you, buddy, buddy. You invited to the house for a cookout. Right. It's more so letting go of that your that hardened part in your heart and releasing it. Right. And say that person came to you and needed help or prayer for something, you're able to sit there and pray with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I don't, I necessarily don't try to burn bridges with people. Right. I never burn bridges with people. People burn bridges with me. Exactly. I never burn bridges with people because you never know when you're going to need that individual or that individual is going to ever need you. And I learned that lesson a long time ago <laughs> because you never know what situation you're going to be in. And the only person who can get you out of this situation is that person who you may have burned that bridge with. Right. And no matter what you think about that individual or what the individual thinks of you, you're going to need them at the end of the day. Even with salvation, you're going to need them. You're going to need to forgive them mm-hmm. to get into heaven. Like, right. You're going to need to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff is important. So. All right, so what's your, um, what's your story? Mm-hmm. Is I grew up as a PK. Okay. In church most of the time, Monday through Friday. Might have a couple of Fridays off, <laughs> but Monday through Friday, we knew definitely Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. All day Sunday. All Three day different Sunday. services. <laughs> <laughs> um, but growing up in the church, it really taught me a lot and built my foundation. Um, but it also shed a light on what I would change in the church and what I don't agree with. Mm. So I didn't always know that I was called into the ministry mm-hmm. until about two years ago when God really started speaking to me. Mm-hmm. It was so much that I couldn't contain at all like I normally could. Like, you know that song, like, Fire Showed Up In My mm-hmm. Bones? It's literally like my chest was, like, bursting with, like, stuff God was giving me. It was, like, uncontainable. Like, yeah. I talked to my dad about it. And it's like, he kind of understood, but he didn't fully understand. Like, I think his walk is just separate from mine, yeah. which is cool. Like, he's a pastor. Right. Um, I don't know. Out. Right? <laughs> I'm out here. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I had started a group, Purpose by God, and it was like 30 people in the group. And, you know, we were interacting, but I felt confined to the group. Like, mm-hmm. the rest of my followers, like my friends on Facebook, they weren't getting the word. Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing the group, and then about mm, a couple of months ago, God pressed on my heart to do a page because mm-hmm. you can reach a whole like worldwide pages. Yeah. So I did the page, and it's taken off since. Um, That's good. My new thing, purpose by God. You've been able to reach different people. Right. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Like when God gives you a vision, and God puts stuff in you. He He wants you to do it. I know for me, the biggest thing for me was I've been, I don't say I've been sitting on this thing for a minute, but I know that God had put something in me for a, a, a long time, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I purposely didn't do it because I was scared. Um, scared about how to do it, if people were going to either get anything out of it. And honestly, I was just, I was scared too because like it was like I was what he put on my heart to do at the time was like to start like a, um, a mentorship program, mm-hmm. and I didn't go through it because I'm like I ain't got no money. <laughs> it was like and I and I just didn't trust him to mm-hmm. provide that because I didn't know how, yeah. and I didn't know how to. I talked to someone about it, and he gave, he actually gave me a lot of great points. He gave me a lot of great information as, as far as how to do it, but. 
for some reason I just didn't go through it because I was like, you know what, I, I don't know. But um, that kind of led into me, I don't say discovering myself, but it kind of led into me, um, my call, mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. Because I remember one time um, we was in church, and it was a service. And I knew that I was called to preach. I knew that was my call. I knew that. I knew that ever since I was a kid. And I ran from it when I initially got the call. Well, the official call in college. I ran from it because I wanted to be one thing. And I didn't want to be like every other preacher or that your typical preacher. And it wasn't until, I would say, 2013, he was at a service. And oh, it, the two, 2012 or 2013, it was at a service. And I remember watching the um, one of the preachers come down um, into the pulpit. And as one preacher came up to preach, I saw, I literally saw a sign God holding up and saying, you know, you remember the, the You Should Be Here movement or whatever, the people selling trips and whatnot. It's like, you should be here. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, I do stuff. remember that. So I literally saw a guy like hold a sign over the pulpit like you should be here. And so Seriously? it was yeah, it was it was so vivid. That's crazy. It, it was so vivid. And I was just like, and I felt that in my heart. I saw it and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than I do. And so and that kind of pushed me into into ministry. And I talked to uh, I talked to one of my boys about it. He was uh, a minister at the time. He was actually the youth pastor at the church at the time, and I talked to him about it, and he was like, you know go for it because if God's telling you to do it do it and around that time that's when my mom had passed and so I started I would say getting more closer to God in that sense and then with everything going on with that and the whole (laughs) everything else going on in life that pushed me into doing it because into going through with my call Mm -hmm. and I accepted the call I went and talked to um, my pastor about it he confirmed the call and then it just went from there it was just like i literally been on the journey of being a preacher ever since then um, i know recently i've probably been in a more um i've been i've been used more recently because of, of course the move but just everything in general that i feel like god is bringing back into my hands uh, like the mentorship thing, I want that to be something that I can do with my faith. I want that to be, you know, something that I can do. Like the scripture says, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Yep. And I want to be one of the laborers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, the season that God has me, even with the job I have, I feel like that is going to help me to, yeah. you know, connect with different ones or at least know how to sit in those conversations or sit in the boardroom or sit across the table from people with money and know how to discuss things with them so yeah all right next point (laughs) because i can keep going on and you ain't gonna stop me (laughs) so what is your vision for on the forgiveness movement my vision is for the movement to go worldwide and by worldwide i mean it would be nice to see everybody posting pictures of my shirt, hashtag 24-7, but it's bigger than that. I don't want it to be, I'm just trying to sell shirts right here, because I'm not. My vision for the forgiveness movement is 
to see families be brought back together. Mm. Like, I'm talking decades of unforgiveness. Mm. Like, I just want us all to be able to come together as one and be able to build an empire, mainly in the black community. Because I feel like we are the main ones that tear each other down and we cannot get on the same page. Mm -hmm. So... Just to touch lives, heal families, and to bring awareness in the world is the main vision for the business movement. Let me start. There'll be some white people listening. Right. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> They're nothing. Always killing each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about black on black crime? They want us to talk about black mm. lives matter. Yep. <laughs> you got it. So you had mentioned earlier about things that you would change um, in the church what what are some things that you would change what are some things that you would do different if you had a ministry of your own like let's say um, your purpose for God movement expands purpose by God sorry movement expands and the forgiveness movement expands as well like what would you do different than the church is doing now with those two movements so in the church I currently feel like the youth are pushed to the back and I will push them to the forefront with my movements mm -hmm. by giving them a platform to speak out against the things that they feel like they've been wrong like with the elders or different people in the church and just giving them a safe place to speak their peace mm. and also a place where they can come to me or whomever is involved with the forgiveness movement or purpose by God to talk about whatever Whatever's on their mind, whatever's hurting them in the moment, just anything. Yeah, that's awesome because one of the things I feel like that I went through as a young elder, and I'm still a young elder per se because I'm only 30, not even 30, I'm 29. And, <laughs> and um, a lot of other elders are much older dancing age. But I know for me, one of the struggles that I had was, you know, being a young person or a young elder or a young minister and I feel like being overlooked at times and, and trying to find your voice or trying to find your way in uh, in a world where it's like there's so many voices or there's only one way to do one thing right. and for me it's, it's all about I have to find my lane I have to find my voice I have to find me and I think that's 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 awesome that you want to do that because there's so many people that's out here that don't know how to find their lane exactly. and don't know how to do their um, their own thing and I think it's, it's, it's interesting because I was looking at um, Solante Gavin's live the other day, mm -hmm. uh, I believe yesterday and he was looking for topics and one of the, one of the people put up put uh, put out there as a topic I told you I stuttered I <laughs> put out there as a topic you know helping people find their purpose help people find their own lane find their own voice and not their pastor's voice because in so many churches today we see so many people mimic their right. pastor mimic their leader that is easy to do it's easy to do you're sitting there listening to him every sunday every single wednesday sunday. and it's easy to do because that's who you know and you're gonna take stuff from them right. and it's even even if your favorite pastor your favorite preacher or pastor you're gonna do the same thing exactly. like I, for me <laughs> my favorite preacher right now in this season mm -hmm. is Mike Todd. Right. But I had to take a step back from listening to him because I feel like that I was doing too much to try to be like him. 
But like that man has his own business. Right. Like you can't do that. Right. Like, exactly. God has his hand on him for mm-hmm. a reason. It's like, yeah. but you know, you still have to take a step back and find your own voice. You have mm-hmm. to take a step back and find yourself. Because if you don't find yourself, then you're just gonna be trying to do what everybody else is trying to do, and you're gonna be a clone. Right. And another thing too that is that you have to find your own lane, your own purpose, because there are people that God has already placed out there that mm-hmm. need to hear from you. Exactly. Mike Todd can reach you, but he might not be able to reach me. You exactly. Know what I'm exactly. So. And that's the thing. And that's what it's all about. Like, and it kind of goes with one face because, like, if I can't reach somebody, then I know somebody who can. Right. And I can refer you to them. Exactly. Or if they can't reach somebody, then they may know somebody else who can. Mm-hmm. So we can refer them to them. And that's a part of the thing because, like, we are all a part of one body exactly. of Christ. It's not about one great leader, one great person that everyone's supposed to listen to mm-hmm. um, made of flesh on earth. Right. We're all supposed to be listening to God and taking heed to God. It's just like when you're talking to someone or you're, or you're uh, witnessing to someone and they have the, um, they may not necessarily want to come to Christ in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes you literally just planting a seed and you may water along the way but they may go to another church, <laughs> go get a message from someone else. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what? I want to be saved just then. Yeah. They're saved. Like, you may not have done it. Right. But, you know, you helped. You planted the seed. Yeah. You watered it. You may have helped push them in that exactly. direction. And that's what it's all about. Same like, thing with our ministries. Mm-hmm. That's if what they don't about. see purpose by God, they don't see one faith. If they don't see one faith, they don't see purpose by God. Exactly. And they're going to find something. Right. They're going to find something in it that they can connect with. <laughs>